Hello and welcome back to the Cafe Hustle podcast and to part two of my chat with Rene Blanchard. Now, if you've missed the part one, make sure you go back and check that out because there's so much value in that and it feeds right into this episode. And I'll leave a link to that in the show notes below. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of reviewing your vision, mission and values and trade-offs that you sometimes have to make and and really fundamentally by keeping your mission front of mind you can go back to the fundamental values that you wanted to serve in the first place and like I say in this episode we talk about a particular uh, period where Rene had to do that we also touch on creating time for yourself as the owner almost like an admin day to keep on top of those little jobs you know that we don't necessarily always get but also to review your values mission and vision and we also touch as well again on some of the issues in New Orleans so around climate change and the issues that that's causing for their town so and I'm linking it back to their community and the power of that so we're going to jump into this episode as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors Anyone who has tried to create a paper-based systems document for their cafe or coffee shop knows the pain of trying to get everything in order and keep it updated and share it with the team all at once. Train your sorts this problem out with its really easy-to-use interface, online-based construction of your documents, and it's really easy to share with your team. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash trainual for 10% off your first 12 months and a seven-day free trial. So... In developing your mission for, for the business, and I know it's very, very closely linked to your own personal motivators and your own mission, but what was the sort of process you went through to settle on those three words as your mission? Yeah, so I do, I love process. <laughs> I love process. I love strategy. That's kind of where I come from. Um, and so I have like a pretty thorough process at this point. So every... Um, December, I do a review of business and throughout the year, I write down things that work and don't work. And then in December, I kind of look through my list and I look through the sales. I look through quarterly and I kind of make goals for the next year of what we're going to do, either release a new product or take away products or whatever needs to be revamped. And, um, and then I had, so with this specific thing, I like, I kind of, I've had missions throughout our history, but this is about maybe four or five years ago, I kind of, you know, just, you know, you have to make sure that you're on this, the right path. It's very easy to get swayed off. And when you're looking at numbers or you're looking at trends or whatever is happening in the industry or in your town. And so, you know, it's very, very important to stay focused on your own journey and your own path and not get swayed. And so I do like a word bank. I basically, you know, I do this several times where I throw out, I think about who, you know, what is church alley? What am I trying to do? And then I just like spend a minute and I write down as many words as possible on little sheets. And then I pull them together into little categories. And then I think of like, is this category telling the right story? Is this telling the right story? Is this telling the right story? And then, um, and then I have like sticky notes, <laughs> I had sticky notes up on my window, like where this is like a, a, a frame now, it was sticky notes all up here of like the words. And then as I was, and I, I was probably up for like a month. And so I was, I was in and out of the house, I would just write things or cross things off or like, is this what I want to be doing? Is this my priority? And then my goal was to not 
work in the shop anymore. One, I'm just getting older and I physically can't do the work like I used to, um, which is, you know, heartbreaking because I love being behind the counter. I love that ballet of a busy shift, you know, it's very rewarding. Um, and so I just, I knew I wasn't, I was, it couldn't do it for much longer. And so I kind of had to like stabilize it to work without me. And, um, because it can't be Renee's shop, you know, it can't be, so it has to be everyone's shop. So that, that process was like just very tedious of like words of, and, and then each word I kind of have three things that it means. So it's very easy to, to kind of review that often. Is it's it, keep it on top of that review process is a lot of people think, Oh, if they get around to develop and, a mission for the business. It's not this thing that they can just leave and let it sit there for the next five years. Because like you say, things change outside of our business in our communities that can impact on what our mission is as an organization. You've got to have that regular review, whether it's a year, whether it's every 18 months, but you're right. It's got to be current and relevant and we have to keep going back to them to make sure that we're hitting the right points that one that we believe in as ourselves, but also yeah. that it aligns with our community as well. Yeah. And the things you, you know, like I give an example where during the pandemic we had, we went to go only and, you know, that was very hard for me. That was a very hard decision to not offer cups and plates. And um, because I am an environmentalist, I do identify like that's part of what I've done is this environmental work. And I had to think through my philosophy and it's like, am I, you know, am I going to make my customers who are struggling financially themselves, bring their own cups to me so we can fill it in some way. And I was like, absolutely not. You know, am I only going to take credit card and eliminate cash in a city full of bartenders and waiters and, and high rates of poverty, you know, like most of our city was out of work for a lot of time, for a lot of time. So I, I just could, I had to, I was like, what is the most important thing? It's not the to-go cup, it's the person. And I had to make an arrangement, you know, I had to like think through that and, and really judge for myself what, what I was going to do. And that can only happen if you're constantly at the forefront of what your vision is or what your passion is and your mission and what you're really trying to accomplish, you know? Now you've spoken a lot about, and we know that the mission is front and center of what you do at Church Alley, but where would you, if you were to give people the advice of where to start in making sure that they're, they've won, they've got a mission in the first place, but then using that to guide their business how do you go, how did you go through integrating it into your business so it's part of the fabric of of Church Alley Coffee Bar? Yeah. So, I just wrote a book about this. <laughs> um called yeah, called Focused and Flexible. <laughs> um and it's on the um churchalley.store. Um there's a link to it, but I run another product, another um website called Bossy Like Me where I interview women business owners. And I've been doing that for about six years because I just am interested in what they're doing. And so I asked them those questions. I was like, how, what does the business of your business look like? Um, And I've learned a lot from those uh, 
conversations. And then also I'm a project manager by trade. You know, that's kind of of what I've done in nonprofit work. And so I took the work, I took the process that we were doing in these big international campaigns and I scaled it down to, to what does that look like at a very small business? And, and, you know, no one is do you know, these huge companies are doing the exact same thing, you know, at different timelines or with a ton of people, but they're doing basically the same thing that we do as really small businesses. Um, and so anyway, it, yeah, so I wrote this little book and it's digital, um, but I'll print it in a few months. Um, and I basically just kind of go through how to set aside a day in your time to um, like a CEO day so that you spend that whole day and I have a whole agenda that you can use of how to figure these things out. And then um, I kind of explain what goals are, what objectives are and how to, how to, you know, because something always needs to be revamped or relooked at within the your business. So we just redid our website, but we I added we kept getting requests for our salad dressing. So I added that as a product, a shelf, you know, a pantry product. That took a long time to figure out. And so I used this exact same process to like to launch our pantry line which we now have. Um and it's just about yeah, starting with that that vision and um but I think that sometimes we get, I think I've done a lot of these business like classes where they're like the bottom line's the most important. You got to make a ton of money. You can't leave your business. The whole purpose is to just, so you make a ton of money and not work. I love working. I don't want, I love this stuff. I love what I do. I don't want to not work at all. I'd like to have an easier time during the day and not have so many challenges, but um, you know, it's my purpose is more important than anything else. Like they always say, look at your vision. You have to have this goal that you'll never achieve. Right. That's the whole thing. in all, a lot of these business classes, but I don't know, I've been thinking like, maybe it's our purpose. You know, we just have this very short life and terrible things happen and you're not guaranteed success. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. So what are you doing today? What are you doing with the small amount of time that we do have here? You know, and that's the most important thing to me. So I don't think that vision is the most important. I think our purpose, and that kind of helps us be more flexible, be more focused, be more nimble to make what, because something, something's going to change out of nowhere and you're going to have to adjust. So um, I just, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, I kind of created this book. It's really short. It's very simple. And um and it goes through that whole process for people. Yeah. It, I, I think you can't get away from, I, I know you're talking about like vision. My, my vision, whenever I've used it, it's always still got to be attainable. And you're right. A lot of the, the business courses that you get are almost, they're almost setting you up for failure to the point of, you mm-hmm. get to the point of being disappointed that you can't quite attain the goal that you're setting yourself. And it's a lot, some people that works for, but a lot of people that is actually counterproductive. And this is one thing that I talk about when I'm trying to help people through development, mission, vision, and values. It's all got to be attainable. Your team has got to know that this is something we're working towards in the future and we can actually get there rather than sitting back yeah. and going, ah, oh, yeah, no, this, this is just there as a carrot that we'll never actually reach. And it right. then right. does the opposite. 
Yeah, I agree. I believe that it's hard enough. You know, when I think of honestly, when I think of my vision, I always say this. I just want to be an old lady sitting at one of my tables drinking grappa all day. <laughs> like that's that's my vision. <laughs> Look, how can I stay in business long enough so that that's what happens? <laughs> and that's a goal that we all should have, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's really true. Like we when you look at the success and failure rate of small businesses, right? What, first of all, businesses our size are the majority of the economy. Like it's, we are, we are the normal business of most of our communities, right? It's not these giant corporations. They have so, they've had so much money and power that they, it looks like they are the main economy, but it's, it's not true in, in a lot of our communities. And and honestly, women run a, a lot of small businesses too. That's in New Orleans, we're about 60% women-owned small businesses. Um, and a lot of the times that's out of necessity, right? Like that's out of, you. and small business usually is out of necessity. You Something happens and you got to do it anyway, you know? And we, I think another thing that people that have businesses like ours is we will it, you know, like we make something out of nothing. And that's, that's our special power. That's what we do every day is we had an idea in our brain that of something that did not exist in the real world. And we just, we created it with our hands and made it happen, you know, and we convinced enough people along the way to, to join us. And we can't forget that. We can't forget how powerful that is for us, for our family, but also for our neighbors, you know, and our city and, when you're talking about like infrastructure, I mean, New Orleans, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows New Orleans is at the bottom of a bowl and we're sinking every day. And so we're constantly working on the streets and it, and we get flooded. Our businesses all over town get shut down regularly. Power goes out pretty regularly here in town. Internet goes out pretty regularly in town and we have to make it happen anyway right? We have to get over it. And every community has something that's similar to that. And um, yeah, I think I would just say if you, if you, I think we have to be mission focused because the purpose of small business, the purpose of coffee shops, of bars, of small, small restaurants is the connection. Like we're selling connection. We're not selling coffee. At the end of the day, it's the connection that makes, brings them back, you know? Absolutely. And we're certainly not in it to be to make us millionaires or to be rich, because it's yeah. there's there's more there's more to this than just money, and and it is it's such a rewarding industry to work in when you see the impact you have on people that come in, even if it's just like a parent or a grandparent with the child with their grandchild comes in, and the happiness on their face with the food and that experience, that whole experience that they have when visiting our shops, that's what we do it for. It's not just, certainly not money. Yeah. Um, so future of yeah. Church Alley then, where, what have you got? What plans have you got for the future? Yeah, so I hired a general manager last summer, um, Amanda, and she has been just, I mean, I don't even think about it some days. I don't, you know, she's just been a blessing. And I went back to school. So I'm going back to school to for dietetics to be a registered dietitian. Um, and that's going to be a few more years journey. And so I don't know exactly what it looks like, but, um, I want to bring those services to 
to Church Alley and have a, a practice, but also community cooking classes and meal prepping. And we face, um, you know, a lot of health issues here in South Florida for different reasons. We also have very high rates of PTSD in New Orleans. Um, there was a study recently that showed that children in New Orleans have higher rates of PTSD than soldiers who have seen combat. Wow. Um, and that is only increasing with climate change impacts. And what does that do to our bodies? What is that doing to our mental health? And those are kind of all issues that we talk about. And nutrition is a piece of that. You know, what is that doing to the way we absorb nutrients and vitamins? And I kind of want to be in that discussion um, with my customers and community members. And so, um, I yeah, I don't know, something around there. <laughs> Just expanded community, I think, connections and access. Well, that's it. It's, and it's, it's like you're, you're still obviously your business is successful and you just want to add to that in terms of giving more to your community. And it's really commendable to you taking that approach because it is such a powerful thing we have in a small business. A lot of people don't think that they think, Oh, just a coffee shop on a corner or whatever, but there is like, we've had this whole conversation, the impact we can have on individual people's lives, whether that's our customers and our staff as well. That's one thing I talk about is the impact we have on, our team members' lives can be massive. And for such a small business, and like you say, small individually, as far as the economies are concerned, we have huge impact. And whichever way we do that, and like you say, going down the route of being a a registered dietitian, you can then add additional value to what you give to to your customers that walk through the door. So how can people find out more about you and, and the amazing work you're doing there and even also you've got a podcast as well so how can people find out about all this stuff yeah so the website is just churchalley.store um so c-h-u-r-c-h-a-l-l-e-y dot store um and then everything is kind of linked in there um so i have this i also have bossy like me which is where i write articles and do interviews um And I do. And as I'm learning, as I'm in school, I'm also like sharing the information and the science that I'm learning about. Um, And then we have our podcast called Making Good. So I don't. So in front or here we say when we go to the grocery store, we say we we're going to make groceries. And so it's the literal French (laughs) English translation. Um, So instead of saying it in French, we just say it in broken English. And so that's what it is. So making good is you know, we're this food, this food focused place, but we're making good in the community as well. And so I interview other business owners in town and and we talk about their experience and what they're doing. Um, And then I just want to say like, um, one of the biggest things that has helped me is I really rely on the other business owners in town. And I call them and I email them when I have questions and I'm not, there's, Yes, there's competition because that's just, there's only so many dollars in New Orleans that can be spread around, but we're also, we're also, you know, teammates, you know, we're here to kind of make all of New Orleans better and the food experiences good. And and I often hear when people come to work down here that they never, in other towns, they don't have that camaraderie that we have here. Um, So just a couple things of advice of like, 
Um, one year we did a disloyalty card. So we did all of the co- coffee shops. We had a, dis- a 10 pack, you know, and so you could go to every single, uh, do a little coffee tour yourself. Um, and then during the pandemic and has continued is we have a, an email list. And if something's going on, like I can't find cups, I can't find whatever, you know, it's, it's very common that we just run to someone else's business and we grab the supplies that we need and then we do it back in, in the sick back and forth. But then we also rely each other on solving issues like insurance, you know, like I don't, what insurance do you have? Who's your broker? Who's your agent? Who's your lawyer? You know, we've had, I've had moments at the shop where, um, I've invited a lawyer and all these small businesses sit around the table and we ask them questions and we're not shy about the problems we're facing. We really face them together. It's really, that is really great to hear because it's, it's not only the customer community and the people that live around you, it's also the businesses as well. And, you know, New Orleans, you see, like, certainly for me, I've only ever experienced it through TV or anything like that, but it's, yeah, it yeah. just sounds exactly what you, how you're describing the community mm-hmm. down there exactly like you imagine it to be that close-knit community and yes they've been through some crazy situations over the last 20 years that that a lot of us in and like we were saying before we got started that other people in the world wouldn't even understand or begin to understand what they've gone through but it just shows the strength of that community and what you can do collectively i i say a couple of times it's, it's about a rising tide lifts all ships. And that sounds like what yeah. you guys are fostering down there is, is doing exactly that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just been the history of this town too. Um, but I think we have a lot to, I think people have a lot to learn from how we continue to survive challenges down here. And I think that's probably true along the coast of many places. Um, there's just certain challenges that, nature is the boss and we're here to like navigate what the na- what nature is telling us we're allowed to do today <laughs> you know and so i think as we see climate change impacts happening you know i know in the united states we're seeing flooding in neighborhoods in communities that have never seen flooding before and our infrastructure isn't built for that and so i think as this continues to happen we need to really depend on one another, you know, and to knock on doors and, and meet your neighbors and spend time outside and, um, and spend time in your local, your local beer shop, your local brewery or bar, wherever your coffee shop and meeting the people around you, because we really do need each other. We're, we're not, we're not successful, isolated. We really need each other. You're right. It's, and that's right for everywhere the world over isn't it listen Renee thank you so much I think like this has been one of the most inspirational chats I've had with someone especially because I think because it's everything that I talk about and you know we try and encourage the things that you are doing in your shop now and and looking after your team the way you do and especially the labor crisis as the whole world is facing and not just hospitality these are the bits that are going to make a difference to individual businesses and retain those staff members so listen thank you so much for coming on the cafe hustle i've really enjoyed this this conversation and no doubt we'll we'll do something like this again in the very near future yeah thank you so much it's so fun to talk to you
So I hope you've enjoyed my conversation with Renee there. And it really does show the, the real power that comes from values, mission and vision. And now this is the reason why I put so much emphasis on people having not only their personal values, but their business values and then transferring that into their mission for their business and their vision, the longer term goals and how they see their company growing and what it does to support other people and the community around it. Now, if you haven't got those in place, your values, your mission and your vision, now's the time to really start looking at that. We I can't stress enough the difference this makes and it really is something that gets forgotten by a lot of people certainly when it comes to every, every part of your business your hiring like we talked about in our episode last week it really does go into every single thing you do and that your employees and staff do in the day-to-day operations of your business so now is the time to get them sorted and then start reviewing them keep reviewing them every couple of months maybe quarterly and make sure you set the time aside to do that it really helps you to keep on top of not only that but also other admin as well and again community i can't say it enough and like I am massively all about community. So much so we're actually in the process of launching our private online community. So you need to keep your keep your eyes open for that. If it's something you'd be interested in, there'll be announcements in over the next month anyway, as well as a lot of other stuff. But anyway, getting back to today's episode, again, thank you so much to Renee. And I really hope you have enjoyed it. And if there's any key takeaways that you have from that, please drop me an email, andy at thecafehustle.com or either on any of our socials, drop me a DM uh, and start a conversation. I'd love to connect with you. It's Again, it's all about building community with our audience here at The Cafe Hustle. And I really want to start having those discussions, anything that can help you and help me as well. You know, I want to see what you think of The Cafe hustle so yeah reach out if you have any comments on on these these episodes so anyway thank you again for joining me on the cafe hustle thank you so much for giving up your precious time to listen to our conversations to the ideas that we're we're sort of bounding about as part of that and and yeah thank you again for joining me and i look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the cafe hustle